Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. We're talking born again. So what if, what if God said that there's another version of you that he's ready to see walk the earth? Let's go. Yes, let's go. Who said that? I'm ready. What if there's another version of you? God invested in you. He sees your next. He sees what's next. What if he's ready for that version of you to walk the earth now? You feel me? Go ahead, go ahead. Have your seat, brother. Like you did a great job today. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate you. All right, all right BJ. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right. Give it up for the praise and worship team and the, and the, and the musicians. <laughs> what if? All right, there's another Shantae. There's another version of her. And you probably know it's on the way, but God is ready for her now. Are you ready to step into the next you? Understanding that it means the death of the now you. Are y'all with me? So, so that, that, that's essentially what's happened. I started thinking about that thing, like, oh, Lord, I, I kind of like my life. I mean, I've come a long way. I kind of like what I have, kind of like who I have. I kind of enjoy this space. So when he asked me that question, it, it was challenging to me because I believe I'm in him. I believe I'm doing things his way. And I believe whatever I have is the benefits or the rewards of living Holy, as best as I can, I ain't the best. So I kind of like, I, I like what I, I said, but God, I, I, like, I like what I have. Why would I have to lose all of this? What, you know, so before I even got settled on the thought, I'm just talking to y'all. Y'all, I'm talking to y'all. Y'all good? Before I even settled on the thought, he said, well, I'm not, I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to uh, remove all of that from you. This is my blessing. That I'm not going to build you up to let you down. He said, that's what pride does. Pride goes before the fall. Isn't that crazy? When things get exposed or when things start to fall apart in your life, it's not initially because of sin. Sin doesn't go before the fall. Pride does. So people who experience a great fall have great pride. Because sin, if it's sin, God ain't going to put you out there like that. It's covered. Never mind. Let me, let me stay on point. Let me, let me stay on point. So, so he just basically said, I just wanted to see your heart. I wanted to see your heart. Understand that the things you have in your life, number one, are just that. They are things. From, they, are th- they are extensions of you. From family to cars, possession, clothes. They, they, they are just extensions of you. Number one, understand there are things. They are not you. They are not you. They are not you. That is your car. That is not you. That is your job. That is not you. That is your position. That is not you. That is your status. That is not you. We become one with things. So when God is ready to remove a thing, we think he's erasing us. Y'all, you understand what I'm saying? Don't be so joined to things. Because when God is ready to take that thing 
away. You think you're being removed. So he said, A, understand they're just these things. And B, you can enjoy everything I've given you, Ty. Enjoy it all. But understand just that. I gave it to you. So always be grateful and thank me for everything. Do you thank God for what you have? And I know that sounds like a nursery school. Like, are y'all ready to leave? Because this pastor ain't got no word. I know it sounds so intermediate. But do you, die? Do you thank God for the things you have? You can start with clothes. I don't know how deep y'all go. Clothes, family. And do you say, th I often say, I'm often in my heart am grateful. Like, God, I'm grateful. Oh, thank you. But I don't really say, like, Lord, I'm grateful for my wife. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my kids. Thank you for food. We always got something to eat. Do you, do you thank him for what you have? Because what you thank him for, you perpetuate. Whatever you thank him for, he'll do it again. He'll give it again. He'll, you sustained what you're thankful for. You keep it coming. Whatever you thank him for, you keep it coming. Do you remember when Jesus fed the 5,000? He gave thanks. And as long as he gave thanks, he had food and food and fish and fish and bread and bread. He kept breaking. He kept thanking. He kept breaking. He kept thanking. And he had 12 baskets left over. Thanksgiving multiplies what you have. If you enjoy something in your life and you appreciate it, thank God for it. And he'll multiply it in your life. Somebody shout hallelujah. Woo! Would you be willing to sacrifice this version of you for his version of you? Write that down some type of way. Because when I wrote it down, I saw it. Like this and his. It almost spelled the same. Do you want this realm of living or his realm? <laughs> Do you want this level of thinking or his level? <laughs> you can make a choice. Are y'all with me today? I know y'all are. Do you want this life or his life for you? Do you want this way or his way for you? <laughs> it's very close. But the only thing in the way of this and his is that T. That T. And I, I know y'all names don't start with T's, but me and Tim can, can, really, can, really, can really preach to ourselves about this. The only thing that stops me from living his life is Ty. Sorry, I don't know what T is for you. You got to find out what your T is and get rid of that thing so you can live his life. The only thing that's in the way of his life is that thing in front of it, which is a T. Ty often gets in the way and I live this life again. And I have this year looks just like 2015. And this year looks just, I'm sick of this. I'm ready for his. Anybody? Never mind. Anybody ready for his? <laughs> so when you receive his life, sometimes it's, it's, it's better, but it's not glamorous all the time. When you do things God's way, it's not always glamorous. But you got peace. And let, me, let me tell you what I'm trying to set up born again, y'all. Then I'm going to just talk. I'm going to just go. But I'm full right now. Y'all with me? So, 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 so when, when you live God's way, it's not your way. I'm sounding so intermediate right now. But God is so simple at the same time. When you live life God's way, it's not 
your way. What I mean by it's not your way is you might not get the results you enjoy. Like everybody still ain't going to like you as saved as you are. Okay. You still going to have storms speaking in tongues. Okay. You're still going to experience pain after you're baptized. No, I ain't got y'all yet. Okay. So it don't mean things go your way. You sacrifice all that to live his way. But when you live his way, you, you have to have storms. You have to have oppositions you, because that makes you whole. Every battery has a positive side and a negative side. If it was all positive, it wouldn't work. If everything was positive in your life, your gifts won't work. Your visions won't work. Your creativity won't be activated. Something got to go negative so you can work. That's why the Bible says all things work together. I got to calm down. All things work together. <laughs> I got to go through the negatives. I can't cry like I thought I was saved. Where's this problem coming from? My marriage still ain't this. No, 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 no. You need everything so you can be whole. It's not a quarter unless it's heads and tails. Two heads is a fake coin. And we got too many fake coins in these seats. Acting like everything's all good. Acting like everything's all right. Acting like you're blessed and highly favored every day. No, you ain't. You feel me? But God does that on purpose. What did you tell me, Lord? He said he wants to make you whole because God doesn't want there to be anything you cannot do. Yep. Paul. Paul. The reason why you got ups and downs, because God wants you to be able to do anything. Paul said, I've been a base. <laughs> I've been a bound. I've been up high. I've been down low. I've had everything, and I've lost it all. But I've learned. Through my negative moments, I've learned. When it didn't go my way, I was in school. When I was confused, I learned how to be content. Paul, how can you be content? And you lost everything. You furloughed. The, the pandemic is crazy. Corona is going. How are you content? When people lie on you, they betray you, and they talk. What do you mean you're content? He said, I've learned to be content. The next thing says, I can do. I'm about to. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, I can do it all. <laughs> I can have a lot and I can have a little. I can have a lot of friends and I can have no friends. I can have everybody on my side and I can have the world against me. I can do all things, not through me. Where y'all that live through? That. That's why I can do it. I got a strengthener. I said I got a strengthener. When I would give up, I got strength for some reason. When I would throw in the towel, something stops me for some reason. I can do ups. Downs, ins, and outs. I can do it all. Talk about me. I'm good. Lie on me. I'm good. Leave me. I'm straight. <laughs> Steal from me. You can have that. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm good. I'm about to run around this church. Live. You're supposed to be able to do it all. You shouldn't lose your mind because somebody left you. You shouldn't. Oh, God, don't do that in the building. I 
can do it all. Oh, you can do ups. Oh, when, you, when things are going your way, you're happy. You got joy. But as soon as it don't go your way, you moping. You trying to manipulate God? I ain't going to praise you unless you bring me out. Well, my praise will come through rocks. Like he said, the rocks are crying. You can't manipulate God with your attitude in low times. You're missing the lesson. Somebody say, I can do it all. So if God is ready for a new version of you, and he's ready for it now, are you willing to step into his way? Which means you have to step out of this way. That's the biggest challenge. And many times we feel safe in same. <laughs> you feel me? That's why religion is so easily perpetuated. Because people feel safe insane as long as things stay the same I'm secure because innately we all want to control our own lives we want to be in control of our own lives we want to call the shots we say we depend on God but we still want to know when how what we we need to be in control we need to know something but to follow God is to let go of your control so because we want to control our lives, we find same. We connect with friends who are where we are now mentally, not where we're going. Why none of your friends think higher than you? You feel me? Don't be intimidating and all catty. Like, okay, you think you know everything. All right. Why, none of your surroundings elevate you because you're safe and same. <laughs> but... Are you understanding what I'm saying? But God said, cut the cord. Cord represents old things. The womb represents old things. It represents darkness. When you're born again, you come out of the darkness into the, anybody been saved in here? I just wanna see who's saved, Hala. Glory to Jesus. When you're saved, you come out of darkness, the womb, into the marvelous light. But though you're in new light, you can still function old ways if you don't cut the core. God told me this. It was so good, y'all. I love how the Bible reads. It says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. That's beautiful. Born again, right? All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Church has often a, a, a paralleled that scripture to sins are passed away. And that's not a lie. That's true. That's just not it. The Bible didn't say, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Sins are passed away. Holiness is new. Unrighteousness is gone. Righteousness is started. No, even though that's true, he didn't say that for a reason. He said, old things 
Not even sins. Not unholy things. Not sinful things. Not lustful things. Just all. The church is good at recognizing sins. But we're not good at recognizing what's old. Come on, come on. Just like sins is a trap, old things can be a trap. It's quiet. I'm about to leave. He, that's why he wants to do new things. God is a God. I'm, about, I'm, I'm screaming too much. Are y'all with me? God is a God of new things. And as long as we're married to same and old, we are still connected to the darkness we came out of. Sometimes stuff just get old. Ain't about sin. It's just that's old. My wife today. My wife today, we were getting ready for church. She woke up, she said, I got a little headache. Got a headache, it's happening, I got to get some water. And I'm like, them same stress, you're carrying stress, that thing is back, it ain't fit. So I'm like, in my head, so I told her this revelation. I said, God said, da 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 I said, babe, at this point, that's just old. She got up, she started, I, yo, she literally got delivered, right? She got free because of this word right here. You got to look at some things in your life and be like, that's old. Come on. I ain't talking wrong yet. I ain't talking sin. I, some, y'all live, you got to stop and look and be like, all right, that's getting old. Whether I enjoy it or not, I got to realize it's getting old. Some of us got the same problems for 10 years. It's getting old. You got the same type of people that betray you. And then you say, I'm never doing that again. And then the next, it's getting old, yo. It's, it's just old. So when you're in Christ, old stuff is gone. New things. You become new. New things. What are you doing new? Since you got saved, what are you doing new besides coming to church? You didn't get saved for a new schedule. You got saved to be new. So how did you come in Christ and remain? Look at your neighbor and say, what's new? <laughs> Ain't that a good question? What's new? If all things have become new, not just our perspective, but our behavior. All right, they're not ready. Let me just get, let me get off the first slide because I don't think anyone. We're going, all things have become new. We're going from water. Go back, go back, go back. Thank you for that. Thank you for being on point. We're going from water to air as a baby. I'm talking about this. Y'all with me? Okay. We're going from being surrounded by water where the outside moves us where whatever happens on the outside controls my body. Well, if my mom is running around, i got some type of energy on the inside. Whatever happens on the outside affects me. <laughs> i got to go with the flow because whatever she do, I do. Whatever she eat, i got to eat. Whatever habit she got, i got. If she got a drinking problem, I might be doing You going from being controlled by whatever happens. So if stuff on the outside still affects you, you're still in the womb. My daughter was telling me about the little Nas video. And I was like, first of all, why that's, that ain't even affecting us, number one. Those, oh, got quiet. Y'all all right? That's what I'm saying, though. Hold on. 
That's my point. I'm screaming born again. I'm saying all these scriptures and nothing sober draw up more than little Nas. What kind of world are we living in? With all due respect, bump little Nas. We love him. We praying for him. But he don't control my mind, my thoughts, and his decisions don't move me in no way. I'm not in the womb. I'm not moved by what the outside does. I got oh, joy on the Everybody shook because I said that's kind of weird. Maybe y'all think I'm going to talk about it. I ain't talking about it. <laughs> Today. <laughs> We're going from being surviving by the outside to now living by the spirit from the inside. From being subjected and moved by the rumble and mumble of what's on the outside to now having a conscience and a spirit stirring and moving you from the inside. Babies have no conscience in the womb. When they come out, conscious, eyes, see, ears, hear. So now you're going from being moved by the outside to being stirred from the inside. And if you don't cut the cord, you still need peace on the outside to have it on the inside. If you don't cut the cord, you still need everybody around you happy to have joy. If you don't cut the cord, you need everybody to be your friend for you to feel secure. Oh, y'all, I'm living from the inside out because I cut the cord. My dependency of that realm has been severed. And that's being born anew. How am I born again? If you believe on Jesus. Now go to the scripture. Let me write these scriptures and we're getting out of here. I love it. Because this life and his life is all, is all really based on how you respond to Palm Sunday. When Jesus came into their lives, I mean into their city, how did they respond to him coming into their hearts? I mean the city. <laughs> when he came in Palm Sunday... We call it Palm Sunday because the road, they said, was a little, the hill he was coming in on was a little slippery. What's up, Juan? Oh, man, it's good to see you, bro. That's your family. What's up, y'all? Oh, that's my people from Jersey, yo. Oh, my God, I love you, man. Good to see you, Kay. How are you doing? They used to come to Word on the Street in 2011 when we had Bible studying. Anyway, so, good to see you, bro. When Jesus came in on the hill, the slopes was a little slippery sometimes or muddy. So they would put palms, dry leaves in the path to make his entry easier. They also put their garments, like I said, they put their clothes in the way. Your garments represented your identity back then. So they took off who they was and laid it at the feet of Jesus. So how you respond to Jesus determines whether you are born again or not? Do you shed yourself of you so that he can walk all on it? Or do you, st oh, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to see where y'all at. Uh, this is how I'm born again. Whoever believes that Jesus is the Christ. Christ is not Jesus' last name. Let me just get y'all I see some disappointed young people in here. <laughs> I was going to change my name to Christ. No. Christ is not. <laughs> 
his last name. Christ is the anointed one. It's his assignment. It means Messiah, the Savior, the Redeemer, the promised one, the one we've been waiting on to get us out of this mess. So it's actually Jesus the Christ. So if you believe that Jesus is the Christ, you are born of God. You are born again if you believe Jesus is the Savior. Who believes Jesus is the Savior? Let me hear all my born again people in the room. So let me read the whole thing. And everyone that loveth him, that begat, loveth him also that is begotten of him. In other words, if you love God, you love his kids as well. You love his children. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments. If you love God and you're born again, you'll keep his commandments. And those commandments are not grievous. So you know you're born again when you do what the word says and it's not a burden to you. You don't have a little grief in you like, let me go ahead and pray because... Church is fasting this week. That's, no, that's not love of God and that's not born again. Uh-oh. So when God's ways are not grievous to you, you really love them. If you love your spouse and they be like, babe, can you get me a sandwich? I got you, babe. I got you. I got you. Instead of, man, I'm tired. Could you get it? It's no problem. However y'all talk, y'all. Let me stay off. Let me stay off every subject. I'm just going to stay. No little nods, no marriages. Okay, what I'm supposed to do? What, how am I be? How can I be relevant, Lord? They don't want me to talk about none of their lives. <laughs> good Lord, good Lord today. I don't know who makes the sandwiches at your house. That was just an example. Jesus. <laughs> All the husbands like, see, I told you. you ain't, I ain't preaching that. That's an example. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> do it for you easily because my love far outweighs this duty. So, I can't explain this. You, you understand that? I got way more love than you got asked. So ask me anything because I love you way more than whatever you, where y'all at? Where y'all at? Because y'all ain't got, because we don't have that much love for nobody. That's what it is. I feel that. We don't have that much love for nobody. I got love for you, but it's still right there. And that's fine, but don't do that to God. Love him limitlessly. <laughs> I got more love than he got asked. He can ask me anything. By the mercies of God, I present my bodies a living sacrifice. That ain't nothing. You gave your life on a tree and died with nails and crowns, and you just want me to sacrifice some stuff? Okay, it's quiet. That ain't nothing compared to what you did for me. But if you don't believe that, any commandments of God will be a challenge to you. Right? So whoever is born of God, you overcome the world. Whoever, oh, come on, y'all, please, I got a few minutes. Whoever is born of God, whoever is born again, you overcome the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world. It's our faith. Who is he that overcomes the world? The ones that believe that Jesus is the Son of God. You overcome the world. Wait, not stress only. Not burdens. You overcome burdens and sickness. That's not the world only. 
The world is thought processes, principles, what we live by, memes, the stuff we govern ourselves. The world is a system. So if you believe it, that Jesus is the Savior, he doesn't just save me from sins. He saves me from IG thoughts. Okay, it's not. Believe it means continue to believe. So that means I don't just believe he died 2,000 years ago. What, what new thing can I believe him for today? He's still saving me from something. I'm glad y'all here. I'm so glad y'all here. Look at somebody say, he's still saving me from something. Yeah, your sins are covered. That's done. So why do you got to believe today if your sins are done? Because there are thoughts. There are ways that the world is pressing on you daily that he still needs to rescue you from. And then next year is going to be other stuff. That he, and then next year is racism. And you got to, and then next year, see, it's always something in the world he's saving you from. And you're not saved unless you renew. He's saving you from something in here. Come on, y'all. He's saving you from ways. He's saving you from culture. He's saving you from demonic activity. Demonic. Oh, can I slow down? Do y'all know what demonic activity is? Do, do y'all know what demons look like? Come here, bro. Sorry. You know what demons look like? You know. See that boy back there? When I walked in, he was acting crazy. So I'm like, oh, bastard. So I'm like, yo, man, next time he come in, like, yo, why you, he's treating me crazy. And then his wife came in, was like, yo, your wife, hey. I'm like, yo, gonna treat me on like that boy right there, that boy and this girl right there. Gonna treat me on that boy. I ain't playing that, you know what I'm saying? I hate stuff like that. They corny. I don't know. So now he sits down. He messed up. He ain't never going to look at them the same again. Because I gave him a spirit. I mean, perspective. <laughs> you call it perspective. The real word is spirit. That's called a transfer of spirits. <laughs> and you transfer your spirit by communication. How did the devil get Eve to eat the fruit? <laughs> Where y'all at, Liv? Communication talking. So demons talk to you like that. Demons are fallen angels. Angels are invisible beings God created. Okay? So these are invisible persons. I don't think you should wear that red hat next week. I think it brings too much attention. Don't even praise God. Don't jump up with all that leopard on and all that red. You know, pastor, don't play that. And you come from an apostolic church. You got shorts on in church. Don't wear them shorts no more. So now he convicted because he got whispered to. Yo, watch out for the whispers, y'all. Watch out for the whispers. It sounds like reasoning. It sounds like logic. But it could be demons giving you perspective. I mean spirit. I mean perspective. So now he's condemned. Not by a word from God. Because the word convicts. But when you're condemned, you believe the lie of the whispers. That's demonic activity that Christ saves you from. So you got to say there's no condemnation. You, he has to say, I love my enemies. He has to get a word to combat the lies of the whispers. You got what I'm saying? 
Because if you don't stay, if you don't bring Jesus into the picture, Jesus is the word. If you don't bring the word into your reasoning, you will be lost. So Jesus comes to save us from those whispers. Not just sin. We've been done with sin. By the time we sin today, we know it's a sin. So sin ain't the top of the list. Spiritual wickedness in high places. You don't even know you're fighting demons. You just think you can't sleep. And we made demons so spooky like, that's movies. And movies try to keep demons like that so we never think we're dealing with them. But the devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. We see you. We hear you. And we rebuke you. In the name of Jesus. I love passion of the Christ. I love passion of the Christ. When Jesus was praying in the garden and the little demon was like, why would you do that? Why would you redeem them? They're not worth it. Demons speak like thoughts. And because it's in your tongue, you don't think it's evil. Christ comes to save you from that type stuff. That's why you have to believe it. I got to keep believing that he saves me. Are y'all with me? Look at your neighbor and say, I still believe he saves me. Tell somebody else, he's saving me right now. You can't even see it. Hey, but he's saving me right now. He's saving me right now. But he saved me. Oh, yeah. All right. Let me get y'all out of here. I'm doing something. Tell somebody he's saving me right now. You don't know my thoughts. You don't know my warfare. You don't know what I stole away in my head. But I thank God for Jesus that saved me from sin and saved me from. All right, all right. Today, you really don't need Jesus to tell you what a sin is. You need him to tell you that's a demon. That's a lie. Because all lies sound true. Can I keep going, Lord? Are y'all ready for a little, just a little more? Where you want me to go, Jesus? That's salvation, yo. That's sanctification. When he cleanses you like that. Let's go. How many, how many more verses can y'all take? No, seriously, stop playing. Jesus is the Christ. He's the Savior. He's the Messiah, right? And as we heard earlier when Chris was talking, he saves us from things we don't think we need saving from. 
The Jews wanted Jesus to save them from Rome and Caesar. We're oppressed. We want to worship when we want to worship. We want to do what we want to do. Save us from Caesar. Jesus was like, yeah, I came to save you from self. Because you say if you lie with a woman, it's adultery. I say if you look at her lustfully, it's, a, it's you. So if Jesus is Savior, expect him to save you from things you may not know you need saving from. But when you just confess, I'm broken and I need you, period. If you just live with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, just live humble, he'll perfect you as you go. But Christ won't correct what we won't confess. Christ won't correct what we don't confess. Remember what confession means. It's not just admitting, it's agreeing. Not just, I lied, sorry. That's not confession, that's admitting. But yo, I lied, that's wrong, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, my bad. That's confessing, I'm in, I am in line with that truth. That's confession and repentance, right? So if you don't, if you don't know where you need Jesus, that area will remain dysfunctional. A blind man came to Jesus and he said, what would you want for me to do for you? What you mean? He's blind. But he still asked the man, what would you want? He said, that I may receive my sight. Be it as unto you as God did what he, the area he knew he needed him. Are you understand what I'm saying? If you think you got your money situation, I know he ain't going to touch it. If you think I got my marriage, she just be tripping sometime, but she, he ain't going to bless it. But when you know you need him, Somebody say, I need you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jesus, I'm done after this, I think. Jesus is Christ. He's the Savior. But he's also real time today. What is Jesus? Let's go to it. Next, next, next verse. Thank you so much. Production, you're doing wonderful today. In my first closing, I only got two today. I only do two because it's Palm Sunday. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. Oh. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. In him was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness. And darkness couldn't comprehend. Jesus is God speaking. Okay, this, this, Jesus is the living word of God. Jesus is our example. He's our how. So if God says, love your enemies, <laughs> Jesus came to embody that word. He is the physical form of those letters. So when you speak the word, you literally speak him up. I was talking about somebody this morning, and she texted me. I said, babe, we done talked her up. When you speak the word of God, you open the door and say, come on in this. When you speak the word, you literally invite Jesus, the spirit of Jesus, to that situation. 
Are y'all hearing me? That's why you got to know the word and not just lyrics. Lyrics is cool for a hashtag especially or for a caption, but lyrics can't keep you. You got to know the word of God because that is Jesus. When you speak the word, you invite the son. And then you're saved. Many of us are confused, confounded, because we don't speak the word. When you sit in there, you go on, you can't sleep, and you just turn up the music, and you just, even if you, even if you turn up worship music, if it ain't coming out of you. See, people who fill their life with worship, that's womb life. That's the womb life. You need everything around you to be godly. <laughs> but when it's you, out of your belly, when you believe on him, as the scriptures have said, it comes out of you. I don't need it on me. Oh, man. So it's not about turning worship up only in your house. It's about singing it. It's about saying it. If you're distressed, confused, what words do you speak? How do you not quote any? Y'all should have it written on your mirror. You should have it tatted. Oh, don't tat it. The saints, I don't know what y'all do. Y'all should have it somewhere. You can always get your little lipstick and be like, I will not fear. The Lord is with me. You need to put a scripture. What do you say? Because you got to have an answer for the whispers. Jesus, I'm done after this. Jesus had an answer for the whispers. <laughs> Are you hungry? Don't you turn these stones into bread? You can do anything, right? You can do anything. You're the son of God. Turn the stones into bread. You got to have an answer. Whoa, I can, uh -uh, man shall not live. <laughs> it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. But yeah, Jesus was a, for the word to speak, the word to speak himself, to speak him. What word do you respond to warfare with? Because I'm getting kind of sick of church people running to church every Sunday for a hit. And you never exercise what he's already given you. Oh, I'm not, I'm not saying don't come to church. I'm saying you shouldn't come that burden down. Some of that weight should have been lifted before. If you got, if you born again like you done raised your hand 10 minutes ago and said, some of that should be off right now. Some of that. Now, the Bible says bear one another's burdens if you go through a huge, tumultuous thing in life. But overall, you should handle some of that stress on you. You should have a word for your stress by now. You should have a word for your pain by now. You should have a word for discouragement by now. You should have a word for loneliness by now. You should have a word for depression by now. Stop running to churches and preachers. And get a relationship. Because when the pastor ain't there, you need Jesus. <gasps> oh. I'm done. We know lyrics. We know what? We know body yaddy. We know bust it. There you go. How y'all doing, young people? I just wanted to see if y'all was here. Y'all good? Cool, good to see you, cool. We know all that. You can twerk, you can do everything. But let a storm hit you. Corona hit everybody. Ah, 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 ah. Corona hit, we ain't know what to do. Not we, I do. People ain't know what to do. Because you build your house on sand. 
That boy Hoshi. Jesus is the word of God. Wow. So when I speak his word, a person shows up in spirit who is Jesus. Have you ever had a conversation with somebody and you just feel his presence in the midst of it? Because where two or three are gathered. (laughs) Hebrew boys was in the fire, but somebody else's. I sense another presence when I praise him, when I bless him, when I worship him. And you can praise him with your friends. You know that, right? Yeah. To praise means to speak well of, not to shout and run around the church. Speak well of. Yo, God is good to me, Chris. Let me tell you what happened. Man, God hooked me up on my job. He, when you speak, that's praise. We still wait for testimony service. <laughs> I remember testimony service. I can't wait till Friday. I got to tell you what God did. I'm like, it's Tuesday. Can you tell me now? It's Tuesday. And I might not, I might not be at church Friday. They still waiting on testimony service, Rodney, to talk about how good God has been. Your barber should know how good God is. Your beautician, your hairstylist, you should get on their nerves. I know he brought you out. I know he made a way. I know he healed you. I know he delivered you. They should be sick. Hey, hey, hey. You should. Oh! Where are my real praises at in here? I'm not talking church. I'm not talking church praises. But I will. Bless the Lord at all times. Let me get y'all out of here. All right, let me go. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. All right. In him was life. I'm done. I'm not, but I'm stopping. In him was life. Life, and that life was the light of men. The life is the light of men. The light shines in darkness on your job. Light shines at school, darkness. Light shines on your block. Light shines in darkness, and darkness can't comprehend it. Another word for for comprehend, where is it? Darkness couldn't understand it. Darkness couldn't overpower it. Darkness couldn't appropriate or encapsulate it. Darkness can't absorb it. It's like when you understand something, you get it. Like, oh, you got a handle on it. Darkness can't get a handle on light because to receive light is to eliminate itself. So if the word comes and Jesus is speaking to your spirit about something, if the light comes and you can't, you need to ask yourself, what's dark in me that I can't get this word? What if I join myself to that I become one with to the point where God is trying to give me a word, but I can't under, I can't get it. Do you love your life that much? 
Love your weaknesses, love your sins, love your drugs, love your girls, love your guys, love your money, love your fame. Do you love it that much that you just don't understand God's word? <laughs> I ain't talking about literally understand like, thus thou say of the very, get another Bible. I mean the spirit of the word. Nine times out of ten, we're so tied to something that it ends up as confusion as it pertains to God. We're not really confused. We're fighting against the truth that if I receive this, the old me is no more. And I'm not ready to reset. I done built this me up. This is what his. I'm done. But I'm not. Here we are. I'm done. Can you play Joe so they know I'm not lying? <laughs> to the next slide in my closing. Thank y'all for waiting and being here. We're we going to go home together. Next one. Thank you so much. He that believeth on the Son of God have a witness within himself. But he that don't believe God, you've made him a liar because you don't believe what God said of his Son. When you don't believe in Christ, you make God a liar. Because God sent Jesus as his son. What I mean by Jesus is his ways, what he says, his, his. When you don't believe that God, that, that the word is right because of your habits or because of your tendencies or because of your, when you challenge the word, you're saying God is lying. Because Jesus is the way, the truth. And he said, in him was life. That life was the light of men. That life is the spirit of God. Ladies and gentlemen, when you receive Christ, when you believe him, his spirit is now birthed anew in you. It's not just mental. It's not just intelligent. It's spiritual. So what? When I believe in Christ, I got a spirit. And the spirit is the movement of God. God is the father, the initiator. It starts with me. Jesus is the way, is the example. Spirit is the house. The first thing we see the spirit doing in the Bible is moving. And the spirit moves upon the face of the water. Spirit tells you how you should move. What's your next business decision? The spirit. How should I move with this relationship? I don't, they talked about me. What should, what should be my next move? Spirit gives you movement. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. of God. It's the pace of God. Do it now. Boom. All right, stop. Now go up. All right. Now kill your son. All right, don't kill him. Okay. Right. It's the <laughs> now I got to be led by the Spirit. And because the Spirit 
knows the human soul. Everybody can have different instructions at different times. It's personal. I got two kids. One, I told to get to church early today so she can set up for us. The other, I said, get ready to ride with us. If the elder would have said, ah, you're supposed to come with me. Every, we all heard from the father. Never mind. All right, I'm done. Stand, 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 stand. I'm done. Stand, stand, stand. Because I'm going to just keep talking and y'all going gonna to go home. We need the spirit, man. Tattoos or no tattoos? Spirit. You could have a tattoo and they couldn't and y'all both be in heaven. What is he telling you? I wanted to talk about the spirit today, but I guess we may, I wanted to do an Easter message, man, but we might go one more week and I'm really going to end it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm glad we all believe that our sins are covered by the blood. <laughs> but to believe it is to walk in the spirit, man. Walk in the spirit. How do I walk in the spirit? I want to talk about that so bad. Just obey in the word. Obey the word. Read something, do it. Read the word, hear him, do it. He that has an ear, hear what the spirit is saying. I'm giving y'all instruction real quick. This is not like the close of the message. I don't do them closing. And then on day three, he rose again with all power. <laughs> we used to do that every week, and that's cool, I guess. Instruction. You want to grow in the spirit? Obey the word. Find something. Let not your heart be troubled. This week, my heart ain't going to be troubled. Do, do what he says and you grow to be more like him. All right. I feel like it's too much content right now. Amen. So, Father, I thank you for your word. He that has an ear, hear what the Spirit is saying. Whatever part of the sermon you understood, take it, grab it, hold on to it, do it. In the name of Jesus. Don't be so hooked to this life that you don't receive his. In Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for everyone that came, everyone that heard your word. I pray, God, that we walk in the spirit, not just the law. We're under grace now, man. The letter killeth, but the spirit makes a lie. Show us what we should do this week. Lead us with a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. If you don't move, we don't move. But when you move, we want to move. We don't want to get so settled in a certain camp. That when you move, we're immobile. We follow the cloud and the fire. The cloud and the fire. <laughs> the cloud by day, fire by night. Lead us in Jesus' name. Everybody say, Lord Jesus, lead me by your spirit. Cloud by day, fire by night. In Jesus' name. Everybody say, amen. Thank y'all for coming. It's a special Sunday today. It was Palm Sunday. We pray that you celebrate the rest of the week because your Savior is alive. I said your Savior is alive. Amen. God bless you, Liv. We love you permanently. One second, one second. I just want, hold on. I'm sorry, y'all.
I'm sorry, I'm sorry. One more prayer for those who are not saved in here. I just want to pray for you. Father, I thank you for everyone who is, hold one second, y'all, just one second. Thank you so much. For everyone who has not surrendered to you to this day, we pray that that changes right now in the name of Jesus. Break every heart. Give us a contrite spirit in the name of Jesus. We surrender to you. One more time, everybody say, Lord Jesus, you are Lord of my life, and I give you mine right now. In Jesus' name, say amen. Be led of the Spirit, live cloud by day, fire by night. In Jesus' name, be blessed. The Lord is with us. Therefore, we will not fail. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.